gate 14 podcast and it's over um all the blood sweat and tears we put in to the pod all the blood i mean listen they say they use they say podcasting's easy it's not brother uh jays are dead one of the most pathetic we'll go into it all right one of the most pathetic fucking losses i've ever seen in my life i actually in mlb history at home <laughs> the the largest lead ever blown at home but, w- but before we go into that avery how are you doing a lot of people are starting to throw out uh, the curse of avery um no i there. wasn't in the building i can't curse them. yeah that's that's the problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was taught there was conversation about okay. avery not be there was going to be conversation both ways <laughs> even if we won there was so you were about, fucked either way there, yeah you were fucked either way like people were saying that you weren't a lot going to be allowed to go to game three okay no, that's interesting but. for sure. But get me season tickets next year, and we'll, we'll change that. <laughs> um, tough weekend, uh, obviously for the Jays. Pretty much couldn't have gone worse. Uh, I that's think. the worst way. That probably that. No, that no, no, no. That, that's that. And I, and you know what's crazy was like not to cut you off, but everyone was saying like, oh man, like I'd rather lose the way we lost on Friday than what the Jays did against the fucking um, what the Cardinals did against the uh, Phillies. Well, we won up those motherfuckers. Yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah. like, that was a 2-0 lead. The Jays were up 8 to 1. <laughs> 8 to 1 in the 5th. So, JR, how you feeling, man? I just how you, you still uh, I mean, we were depressed. We didn't mm-hmm. go out Saturday night. We just sat and watched fucking playoff baseball how teams should actually be playing baseball in the Phillies and just sat in our milk, cried in our milk. Yeah, no. It was good to like think about it for a day, but it's just sickening. Uh thinking about uh like a game three and it's just looking back at it it's just like the little things are so fucking little but like so huge yeah like because like game three like fuck man we would have i think we would have won <laughs> it's shitty to think about like that but but your brother made a good point though it, it let's say the jays win game two nine to eight mm-hmm the the Jays don't have the momentum going no, into game no, three. They don't. Like, the only momentum they have going is it would have been, I guess, probably a walk off, and that would have got everyone buzzing. Sure, but momentum in baseball can change so quick. You throw up a zero in the first yeah. inning yeah. at a home crowd. Yeah, that we totally saw changes it. Thing. We saw it. Um, mm-hmm. I guess we'll we'll go into game by game, obviously, because the people want us to break it all down. Game one was just pathetic, like. There's not really a way to sugarcoat it, but I kind of contradicted myself on the TikTok. I said the bats sucked, but Luis mm-hmm. Castillo was awesome. Doesn't make sense. The Jays just got put in the meat grinder by Luis Castillo. Like, yeah, we just got outpitched. Outpitched. That's out-pitched. that's why. That's why you pick up a pitcher like Luis Castillo because that is a guaranteed superstar compared to mm-hmm. oh, let's not trade prospects because they could possibly t- pan out. Luis Castillo is a guaranteed superstar hitting 99-100, and that's why you make those moves. And Ross Atkins got dog-walked in his own fucking building that game. That mm-hmm. You can't sugarcoat it. That's, how, that's what happened. Yeah, the Mariners bought that win. They bought game one win. They showed it at the deadline. They made the bigger move than us. They made more moves than us. So they bought that win. I didn't think it was – I mean, Manoa had a bad first inning. and then that Like everyone thought, game. though. Like everyone thought that was going to happen. Like that – I, that's why I'm not a fan of saying stuff in the media, like the pressure and tires bullshit. That's why I'm not a fan of that stuff, saying that in the media, because that always comes back to to bite you in the ass, right? We could all agree on that. Yeah, that's that's like a bulletin board 
not really bulletin board material because he's not chirping the other team, but it's like we're gonna see that shit forever now. Yeah, and the Vlad movie thing. That yeah. thing is. I promise you guys, we haven't seen the end of that. That is that is gonna be used against the Blue Jays for eternity. The last year was the movie shit. We're fucked. You just you really hate it. But well, um, to be honest, if last year was the movie, we it was a little bit better movie this year. <laughs> honestly no i have a controversial take i would rather not make the playoffs than just endure what we had to endure there i I, i'm not even lying that's what i i would rather not make the playoffs just not have hope instead of getting fighting for our lives for the first seed having home field and just getting celebrated all on your own fucking field danced on on the field yeah danced on the grapes on their own field yeah that's bad it was it was really like there was no emotion. Well, we couldn't visibly see any emotion in the Seattle because we could see the Seattle. You can see the wives and stuff. You can see the and wives celebrating. Right when Frazier hits that double to take the lead, they went fucking ballistic. And you could just tell every Mariners fan in the building at that point. And we didn't see them like we couldn't see them all game. We couldn't recognize them. There's this whole section in the first level. Their beds just lost their minds, and everyone just went dead quiet. We knew the game was over. No <laughs> fucking way we we're scoring. In the Actually, box. and Avery, like for the people that say Johnny's a fair weather, Johnny's a fair weather. This you can ask Jr. When it went to eight to five, I didn't leave my seat. I just sat there and just cried in my tears. I kept looking in the corner of my eyes, and Chris and Jr. were just looking at like laughing, like this guy's a psychopath. I. Like you saw the TikTok, obviously everyone mm-hmm. saw the fucking TikTok. Like yeah. seventy-five thousand people saw it. I was just crying in my milk down. in my seat. I knew this was done, and I had an inkling when it was eight-one, and then it went to like I think eight-four or eight-five or whatever. I was in my mind. I was like, they're losing this game. I should have bet on it because you ha- you had your happiness. I should have did it. They were plus forty-four hundred at one point. The Mariners, um, obviously, Chase ninety-nine percent chance winning. I had an inkling that with some of these overmanaging bullshit that fucking John Schneider did, that that was going to happen. There's not much really to break down from game one, right? I mean, no, like, no, no, I don't we, think there's anything we got, to that game. Outplayed, outpitched, and that, that so also. We, I was on the field, like we were watching the games on our phones, kind of on the bus, first like six innings. And then I get the Gosman just came out, bases loaded. Who do you think came in? And I said, it's probably Tim Mesa, right? And then he was like, yeah. And I said, okay, he's going to give up a grand slam. It was the words right out of my mouth. Like, I got, 100% I got, happened. Like, obviously, they give up a grand slam, but pretty close. We got to talk. Like, we have to go into that. You pay a fucking guy $20 million goddamn dollars. He is carving. And listen, I want to say he had bases loaded. How was he carving? He had bases loaded, dummy. But then he got a pop out and a strikeout back to back. Two mm-hmm. outs, bases loaded. You let this motherfucker control his destiny. You let him pitch with the bases loaded. And if he gives those guys in, he gives those guys in. It's 8-1. Who gives a fuck? I would rather Kevin Gossman do that and, and let his own runners in than a guy come out of the bullpen and Kevin Gossman's on the bench has no control of his runners score. Which mm-hmm. one would you rather fucking prefer? And when I saw Tim Mesa come out of the fucking bullpen, I was like, oh, here we fucking go. After... Kevin Gossman just gets the next two guys out. He had bases loaded, no out. You pull the fucking guy? You pull the guy. $20 million you pay this guy. He was carving, gets the next two outs, 
and you fucking pull him. And I was saying this to JR when we were walking back. How can Kevin Gossman next year genuinely look John Schneider in the fucking eyes and be like, this manager knows what he's doing, one, and trust me to be able to get out of situations like this, too. He pulled me in a fucking wild card game for Tim fucking Mesa. We're at basic analytics here. Took a big, like, John Schneider pissed down his leg. So Carlos Santana splits this season. As a left, as a left-handed hitter, he's hitting 178. He had 56 hits in 314 at-bats. Okay. 56 hits and 314 at bats. As a left, as a right-handed hitter, he had 117 at bats and 31 hits. He had 265. It was a hundred points better as a right-handed hitter against a lefty. I swear to God, and we talked about this, that John Snyder forgot that Carlos Santana was a switch hitter. No, I. That's like, a great point. That's- because, like, okay, baseball is a huge game of momentum. You have like the entire building on their seats. If John Snyder goes out there and he keeps Gosman in, like asks, do you want this? I don't even know why he would do that. Like from a sense of like, why even call time? You have all the momentum here. He pulls them. That's like the worst thing to do with. Yeah. With all the momentum, he just showed you he could get out of it. Carlos Santana. Who are we fucking kidding? Carlos Santana's dog shit. Okay. He is a fucking old hitter. If Kevin Gosman can't get him out, then tip your fucking cap. It's eight one still. Then you oh my can still go to your bullpen. Okay, as an away hitter versus left-handed pitchers, Carlos Santana has a strikeout rate of 5%. That's fucking incredible. How do we miss this? Well, he hasn't. He's only he's only played lefties like one-third of his ABs, maybe sure, even less. But I'll look at his so career. The sample size is pretty small. It is small, but it's The still, issue the is Mesa, Mesa against right-handed hitters in the last 14. That was the big one. It's like they're hitting, they're raking like 500 off them. So, like, there's no way Snyder just, like, I think he just fucking forgot. I mean, it makes it makes zero sense why why isn't, like, a Barrios coming out to get out of that jam? Like, Barrios, Ross Or, or Garcia. Or why isn't Garcia. Garcia just getting out and starting the next Yeah, minute? you use, in the playoffs, you use your, you can use your bullpen oppositely. Like, you could put Jordan yeah. Romano in that situation. Yeah. That's what the Mets did. And that's what Johnny and I were saying. Uh, Diaz pitched nice. yeah. game two, seven and eight, because it was a high leverage situation. And it's like, that's where John Snyder, that was the biggest point of this yeah. game. The lowest John strikeout Snyder's rate, learn. the lowest strikeout rate for Carlos Santana's career. And the best weighted runs created plus is on the road against left-handed pitching. It's, it's inexcusable. It was an inexcusable mistake, and a lot of people are calling for John Schneider to be fired. Listen, I'm not going to go that far. He's the reason they made the I mean, the they, they let Charlie Montoyo keep his job. Yeah. John Schneider's going to have to legit murder someone. Yeah, it's just, it was he's terrible. A, it's a young manager who overmanaged a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He'll learn. Like, that's the thing. It's like, at first, it's like, it's like, how, yeah, how long learn. are we waiting for him to fucking learn, bro? Like, this it's core tough. doesn't have a lot of year. George Springer is fighting for his fucking life every year he plays for the Jays. So, how many more years do we have with this fucking guy? And I like speaking of George Springer, we got to go into this talk. All right. Um, the reason why Mesa gave up the three runs, you could argue it wasn't Mesa's fault. You can argue that. That's a that's a valid argument to make. You can argue that was Bobachet's fault. Let's talk about it. Oh, that was oh, um, yeah, Romano. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's a completely different play. But I guess we'll. I want to talk about the that bloop single that tied the game nine nine. That we have to talk about that. So our guy Chris Black tweeted it from Sportsnet. Um, so 
this is going to haunt me for the rest of my life, by the way. I just want you to, I just want, I want to get that out there. Um, that ball hit the center field. If Bo gets out of the way, uh, according to analytics, Springer was running fast enough to be able to catch up to it and make a diving play and at, and be etched into the fucking record books, the Toronto blue Jays. If Bo gets out of the way. All right. Bo runs in and tries to be a hero on a ball. That's not even remotely close to his. I don't give a fuck if you can hear, can't hear none of that shit. You don't run in the way of that, especially with George Springer, who is running full speed behind you going to that ball. The guy running in is always, it's always his ball. You know, that since you're like four years old, Mm -hmm. but this is the stat here. That's going to haunt my fucking dreams. That catch probability on that baseball was 75% chance that George Springer was going to catch that. And Bo getting in the way deducted it to, I don't know what the percentage was on it. I didn't see it in the tweet, but significantly smaller. And next thing you know, ball drops. Both guys are injured in center field. JP Crawford, three RBI fucking single or double. And next thing you know, wins out of the sales. You can hear a pin drop in the stadium. I did. The game was over at that point. It really was. Mm-hmm. You, uh, so it, obviously it's a sinking, like sinking line or not even a liner. It's a blue pit. If Bobochet going for the ball is fine. Like mm-hmm. you can't tell me that if he stays at shortstop, turns around and watches it, we aren't also motherfucking him for not going. No, after I, the yeah, ball. I agree. I agree. But it's the, not hearing if that ball drops, it's a soft liner on turf. It's not shooting to the wall. It's going to pop up to bow on one hop or two hops, probably. And second and third at the worst case scenario, it's like, again, worst case scenario happened with how that ball was played. Mm-hmm. But if you're bow though, you have to, George Springer is known for making these diving plays. It's all he does. A lot of his highlight reels are him making like 2% catch probability plays. If you're Bo Bichette, you know who's behind you, man. Like, why are you fucking trying to play hero ball like that? I don't understand that. It's just a, a thing when your fucking ass gets tight like that and you just try it. You try and do too much, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he George had a bad jump. George had a bad jump. And the stats said it, too, that he didn't have a good jump. I think that's cotton. Like, that 75% probability is from when it's, when it's hit. Uh, Jackie Bradley is catching that ball in the air. Like that, that ball when George is diving, like is like it doesn't look like he's going he was gonna right catch it. Like it's no, he was going to catch it. But if you I watch he, the video on slow mo, you see George mm-hmm. ease up onto it. Yeah. Like George, it left. was one of those where like he had a bad jump, but like he, it was going to hit his club. It was definitely going to hit his club. Uh, like I think he would have caught it. I think, I he, think he would have caught it. Bo would have to make that catch the way he was going to dive was going to be backwards. It would have been. Absolutely I mean, you tough. have to look where the play happened too. If mm-hmm. you are a shortstop who's played at the major league level for that long, and it's like, hey, we played this guy straight up. Like we didn't. Sh- the outfield wasn't shifted to pull on JP Crawford or mm-hmm. to hit Oppo, but it was like he don't. Yeah, but if, if you watch center the video fielder, again, like exactly it's. If you watch the video again, though, you could see George Springer has a beat on it. Like he's on mm-hmm. it, and he sees Bo ba- backing in. And George Springer veers to the left. I think it says in the tweet, like four and a half degrees, or I don't know whatever the fuck it was, but he veers to the left and Bo Bichette veers to the left as well, or right, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, we're in fucking nightmare territory. Like it w- that's going to haunt my dreams. That's that was, just, like, that that's was the worst. Point. And seeing the Mariners dugout run out and cheer during that and like the wives behind the dugout, like in the family section cheering. 
that's gonna haunt my fucking dreams forever i i'm not i don't know if i gonna be able to get over that that fucking stunk out loud i mean you guys were there like that's it's almost worse yeah it was when you saw uh, it was just i don't know but it's it's tough like i don't blame george for not screaming to call that ball because as a center fielder when you're going to dive a ball you're not thinking i need to call this ball um because if it's if it's short then you're you completely fucked up um but i think bo just tried to overplay it it's like when the first baseman that's exact same thing it's when the first baseman overplays a grounder to second base and then comes way too over and the guy gets safe at first this is the same thing bo tried to overplay this ball he tried to play when hero it, ball. when it really it really just wasn't his ball he tried um, to play hero ball but the the situation I didn't even think about till after the game and seeing tweets about this was Wit getting hit in the head. Um, and obviously people were mad about that, but then he got pulled for Tapia. Who's a terrible admit, field, not I a good fielder. Just, that was, those were the two mistakes by Snyder that I didn't, I didn't mind any, like the pitching of the Mesa, but the you're up eight one in a playoff game it's not Tapia going in there. You have a defensive replacement to go in there. Like you need to hold the lead. And it goes back to why Zimmer wasn't in the lineup. And I, to be honest, like, I know, like we say Zimmer should have been on this roster. Why is Moreno? Like, what is the point? I agree. I agree. It's a three game series in three fucking days. And And Kikuchi, you were never going to throw Kikuchi. You just were never going to throw. It's another good point. And to piggyback what you were saying, Jr. with the Zimmer stuff, one of an another turning point of that inning mm-hmm. was that ball that bounces in front of Tapia and left two. Field. two, two. There was two. Zimmer catches those fucking baseballs. Oh yeah, easily. Like the, mm-hmm. the one I, that had a thirty percent probability was the hanging fly ball, and we all looked at each other like, "What the fuck was that?" I don't even think that was thirty. Like in when you see it in real time, Tapia runs for that ball and it just drops in front of him. It was embarrassing. It was like. And and it goes to show you, like, just a lack of wanting to step on another team's throat happened there, JR. Like, Tapia should have been running his fucking balls off to get to mm-hmm. that baseball. Like, it's goddamn do or die Game 7 World Series. Because that's what it was. You don't know, man, with this pitching staff. That drops. Fuck. Like, what And then the he was hurt. And then he was hurt. And we still didn't put in our defensive replacement. And then even when we had Jackie Bradley, okay, so now Jackie Bradley has even to go Biggio to the game. catches that, bro. Biggio catches that. Now we have three innings with no pinch runner off the bench. I guess Kevin Biggio, but I don't consider Kevin Biggio a speedster. So it was just you look at it as like fuck. We really could have used Zimmer. It's fucking crazy. It's, but like, I, we Zimmer's joke one about of the it. best fielders. It's we yeah, joke it's not about even a joke. it, but we joke about it. But he really is like, mm-hmm. dude. Gabriel Moreno wasn't sniffing the fucking field. He wasn't like he wasn't sniffing the fucking field. Kikuchi, there's no way you're pinch hitting a rookie in playoffs unless he's nasty. And Moreno like wasn't really showing it. Yeah, like it was. I don't get it. In a three game series, one of your catchers goes down. So what? You have another one. Like you don't need three in a three game wild card. Uh, you're hitting the nail on the head, Jr. Like i think the thing that really really pisses me off man is the gossman pull at 90 pitches that that was for me that's like that's something that i'm not gonna be able to get over like you pay the guy he's carving he's pitching Mm -hmm. well gets the next two guys out with bases loaded and you fucking pull him for tim mesa dude like listen we're not tim mesa guys in this podcast and made that very clear but you fucking pull kevin gossman who's in a groove 
uh, doing what Alec Manoa couldn't have did. Like he was just getting out of jams. He sh- wasn't the moment wasn't getting too big for him. Gives up a run, whatever. And you pull him. You pull one of your top guys for fucking Mesa. Like what kind of message does that send him, man? Like I don't trust you to get out of something that you're already proving you can get out of. It was just sickening shit. It really was. And um, that and then another thing we got to talk about that went very like under the radar type of shit was Anthony Bass. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was that? Three hitters, three hits, three earned runs, zero outs. Anthony Bass out of the bullpen. And that's a guy you put in for Jimmy Garcia, who carved the previous fucking inning and only threw eight fucking pitches. So what what is Jimmy what did Jimmy Garcia warm up for? To throw eight pitches and just not pitch like preparing for spring training next year, like that tweet I said? What did Jimmy Garcia pitch for then? Like let him fucking keep going. Why why throw bass when Garcia is clearly showing the moment's not getting too big for him? The moment got way too big for fucking bass, clearly. Sickening. I that's when that's when just that's one of the mistakes Snyder made. He just put way too much faith in too many guys in that bullpen. Like you just play the hot hand. Jordy should have, if you're like, I feel like Jordy, obviously it's not great, but like he was put in such a bad situation. Like again and again, and again, like all year, like first and second, no outs. And you put your closer and Jordy will tell you fucking just put me in for the eighth and ninth. <laughs> just start me for the eighth and ninth. He put too much faith into bass. I mean, I don't, I don't like, I'm not going to fucking, like lecture Snyder on putting Bass in, but Yimmy looked like he had his stuff going. You throw him out again, I think. You just it's a him. feel thing, man. Mm-hmm. Like fuck. And, and, and if you don't got... want him to keep going the whole inning, it's like yeah, get get two outs, and then we can go to Romano. Yeah, yeah, because you yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, what is it? Was it Bass faced three batters, right? Yeah, he three faced his minimum, faced and then the minimum. at infinite. that point. Infinity. At that era. point, you had no faith. You just like weren't gonna stick with Bass for that inning, so you just really should have just started Jordy. Because yeah, um, it's like you do you do Jordy to stop the bleeding. You don't go to Gat. Like there yeah. was already the, the Jays were leaking. They're bleeding. Mm-hmm. You fucking throw Bass maybe in the eighth, ninth. If Jordy shuts it down for the seventh, eighth, or you like, man, it was just such a terribly fucking managed game, dude. Mm-hmm. Like terrible, like. And I know people are blaming John Schneider, but you got Pete Walker there too, making decisions for the pitching yeah, staff too. And that's a veteran. Like yeah, he's definitely relying on Pete for a lot of those decisions. Let's be honest. That I, I just the bat- I feel like Pete's made the pitching decisions for a while now. Mm-hmm. The the Gosman thing was like when we saw him pulled, we're like, we were pissed that Mesa was coming in. And I thought his pitch count was just I just assumed it was extremely high. Like I thought it was like 110, 120. And it was 90. And then when everyone found out it was 90, we were like, why the, like he should be starting the, the next inning after he gets out of this. <laughs> you give him the chance. I just, I don't get one it. fucking game. It's his game. I don't give a fuck what the score was. And it, mm-hmm. first of all, it doesn't even matter if he went 110. He wouldn't be able, he wouldn't be pitching till game three of the ALDS, anyways, which is on fucking Friday. Yeah. Like, it's... it just, the whole the whole sequence just fucking pissed me off. It didn't make any sense. All of it. It didn't. It was it felt like it was like we were in a situation we've never seen before. And it was like pressured. Just shit the pants. Absolutely shit their fucking pants. 
shit it. And uh, it's like obviously shitty stuff happened, but like, what's our first thought? Like, what do we change? We don't change much. I think Snyder, Snyder won't go. I think if he goes, they already knew they already had a guy in mind before the playoffs. Like they already knew they, they were changing Snyder. If they, if they were to actually make a change, I don't. I, they're not making a change based off this. No, I'd be incredibly shocked. Mm-hmm. So I think Snyder's the guy. I think they'd be dumb to change. Mm-hmm. Like very dumb. Every, but let's be honest. The front office, it was clear at the deadline. The goal is was never this year. It's next year. Right, they made it their acquisitions. Everyone's back. Pop, Bass, they're all on good contracts, really good contracts. Those two, and then Wit is back. So, I think though they need to, they need to make a change. Someone in the starting lineup needs to get traded, just as like a kind of. I think it like still to help the team, but to address different needs. The bullpen was the worst in the playoffs. Our Not even was close. The it wasn't even close either. It, it Everyone's a- got a fucking shutdown guy. No offense to Jordy, but he's just not a shutdown guy. You watch the Mariners. They have Munoz come out of the pen for a 103. Every other fan base that faces him, it's like, we're done. Mm-hmm. That's it. Do the Jays have that guy? Fuck no. Jays don't have that fucking guy. Not even close. And JR, you made a great point. And actually, wanna, I want to clip this, obviously, because it's a good point you made. What is the Toronto Blue Jays? DeMar DeRozan for a Kawhi Leonard move. What is it? And in my mind, like I said in the group chat is, it's trading Boba Shett. That like, And I, we're going to have a lot of people saying generational, generational this. DeMar DeRozan was unbelievable for the Raptors. They couldn't get over the hump. Mm-hmm. What is that Toronto Blue Jays move? If it's not Boba Shett, what is it? What is that move? Is it trading a Lourdes? Is it trading a Teoscar type of guy? Like, what is that move the Jays make where fan base is kind of mad about it, but they got a really big, like, superstar type of guy that can really change this roster what is that i I don't know if there is a guy that's like a demar Derozan type of trade it might be bo i don't know what it is but who do you guys the only one who's gonna return Mm -hmm. a talent that's really really game changing there's a lot of good oscar on a one-year deal won't Mm -hmm. return that no lourdes is a guy who hits 300 with you can also argue it's kirk yeah. Yeah, you could argue it's Kirk. I don't hate that. I just don't know. I actually like you don't give it, you don't, don't give know catching, what you're gonna get back like, for Kirk. You can't give up hit first catchers in the league this easily for, for a guy who's done it. Man, I don't think I, you can do that. I don't know what that move but like who's though. the player that we get in return? Like I think you I think you what you would do is there's a lot of good shortstops on the market. This is a great shortstop, yeah. And there's Xander. There's Trey Turner's a free agent. Yeah. There's, uh, I guess, Correa. He's an option, but you would trade Bo and a prospect and you would get, but you can uh, sign, you would get guys. at least one really good bullpen arm in return and you would get, you'd get a MLB caliber stud. But at that point, you don't, you're signing people. You're not trading. Like we can just move Bo to second. Like let's get a real shortstop and move. But Bo the, to second. the point is, I think we, it's like, it's like, yeah, the it has Raptors to be for did, another man. Messiah is like arm. a legend. Like Messiah has knew what he needed to be done and he did it. Ross and that was a shock. That. that was a Ross shock. Doesn't have the balls to do that though. We Ross can only go up like three spots in best lineups in the league. If that's how well, good. That, this well, then team you was. trade Bo for a pitcher. No, that's that is exactly what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. the only chance you're making that move is is to get an arm. 
like a massive arm. Like, like but the Jays have themselves in a corner. Like, how do you, how do you sell it to Rogers? Meet like to Rogers, who own the Jays. We're gonna get another pitcher. We just played paid Barrios hundreds million, whatever it was. We just paid Kikuchi sixteen million a year. Barrios can't now, possibly be this bad next year. Yeah, he can't. I don't <laughs> True, think but- starting. I don't think starting pitching. It didn't. It didn't make. It didn't lose us a series. It didn't lose us a series. No, but we I only got two. We only game got one two did, of though. our five. Yeah, but game one it did though, and people are fucking just excusing this. Also, Ross Stripling is a free agent next year. Yeah, he's gone. We might have seen the last time. We might have seen Ross Stripling in a pitch for the Blue Jays the last time ever. Like well, now, yeah, he's got. Um, he's gone he, for sure. No, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. But now looking at this. Him. Now looking at this, there's two guys in this rotation I trust now. Mm-hmm. Gossman, Ross and Stripling, even in the pen. Like, yeah, like, that's not a good point for like. Like, I think he was on the bench. <laughs> Why the well, that, fuck is he not in the pen? Well, that would have just been a surefire. He's starting game three. I know, but who gives a fuck? But you, you means nothing. You, I mean, you the, don't. The game, game three meant nothing it until meant nothing. you win that game. Yeah, like. He would. Like I guarantee Barrios Ross starts Stripling, game three if if you throw Stripling, you're throwing Stripling or Barrios. Those those are two guys who do the exact same thing for that bullpen at that point. So not really. They were just Stripling's choosing. just way better than Barrios. Sure, you go one inning though. Who has more? Like Barrios has better reliever type stuff than Stripling does, in my opinion. Yeah, I would go Barrios. He didn't even do it. We're not even discussing if he didn't even fucking think about going Barrios. He went Tim fucking Mesa. And then he went Anthony Bass, who shit his fucking pants. And then he went fucking Romano in a horrible situation. Mm-hmm. Just that, like I said, dude, I, I uh, it's going to take Baza a while. pitched the day before, too. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't. It's, I don't know. I, I, I didn't understand the trust. I, I didn't even realize he pitched the day before, too. He did. Thought it. Well, it's a good thing he's not under contract. I guess it's arbitration, but. I'm I'm done with him, Mesa. Yeah, I'm I'm fine for him to go fuck off. How do fuck. you roll a guy? Oh my god, fucking numbers against righties, dude. That's why I think he. How can you go in there and pull your starter and throw in a guy who's that bad against right-handed hitters? Okay, brain dead. So Snyder has never. I don't think Snyder has ever done that. Put Mesa in against a righty in a high leverage situation. That's why it felt so weird. He has a 0.73 whip against lefties and double that against righties, 143. He has a FIP of 469 and a batting average of balls in play of 329 against right handed hitters. Which it just, it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It just like didn't, it's just like literally, you have so many. He has a left on base percentage of 98.5% against left handed hitters. And seventy-one percent against right-handed hitters. A wild oh. pitch to start it too. You just knew it was, it was not going to be good. I mean, that's OUA baseball coming yeah. in a big spot and throwing a fucking wild pitch to the backstop. It was like okay, because like imagine if that was like a one-one run game with two outs, we'd be going fucking ballistic at that play. You break, just... you pull Gosman, and you do a wild pitch like that. I'm a shell of a man right now. Like, I, I don't even. I can was so long for it to end as quick as it did is just a kick in the eight day. one, mm-hmm. eight one. Man. People, people were 
on the streets, Abe, like blaming like some of the hitters. And I was like, you guys scored are fucking, eight or nine. You guys runs. are idiots. If you score nine runs in a playoff game, you, I don't give a fuck if you're throwing the Dunedin Blue Jays pitching staff. Who's a you, wagon, by the way. They're yeah, by, yeah, very good. You don't lose that fucking game. Like, if I would have told you in the series preview the Jays scored nine, would score nine runs and lose, you would all have called me a fucking idiot. Like, everyone would have been like, this dude is so dumb. Little did we fucking know. Little did we fucking know it would happen. Absolutely absurd. And everything gone to waste. Tay Oscar buzzing with the bat. Danny Jansen was two for three before his last at bat. Obviously, all momentum gone. Kirk was buzzing. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the lineup was hitting good, except George Springer. And that's what you fucking do, dude. Like, the most Toronto-esque bullshit I've ever experienced. And I'm not a Leaf fan, so a lot of people in the TikTok comments are like, buddy, like, you, you're from Toronto. You're a Leaf fan. Like, this, that shit. Listen, I'm not a fucking Leaf fan. Don't give a fuck about the Leafs. All I know is that was a goddamn pathetic meltdown that we just witnessed. And it was something that I'll, I, I hope never happens to me again as a, as a Blue Jays fan. I'd rather not make the playoffs. Just don't even make the fucking playoffs. Seriously. I don't know, like... What are they going to do next year? I don't know. It'll be like two devastating years back to back, like finishes. You don't run out the same fucking roster. You can't spend so much money on it, though. I don't even know how much money you have like left. Kikuchi is going to be our five to start the year. Oh, my God. That's enough to make me want to fucking die. (laughs) You need they'll sign like another like, I guess, Kikuchi. Steven Matz type. Yeah, someone they think but they the, can but develop. That's, you don't win fucking championships doing that, though, bro. No, you don't. Well, they you don't win f- fucking championships st- signing fucking Steven Matz type of guys. We, my brother and I were actually talking. Like, you can't really buy a bullpen. It's a little tough. Like that's why well, it at, goes look at the back. movement in. Uh, well, the Braves the trade did. deadline. Yeah, no, I do agree. You can get like an arm or two, but like the, the base comes from developing within your organization. And the Jays have done a, a really a bad job. Wait, like for a while. I'm completely forgetting Ricky Tiedemann's going to be a starter for this team next year. Yeah, he, I, we, I was talking about that. He's going to be the yeah, next well, what, what am I even worried about? Wow. Ricky Tiedemann's going to be the three guy. <laughs> well, we won't or see four. him until July, four. probably. No. No, 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 no. When did Manoa come up? They're going to do the same Manoa thing for sure, 100%. Mm-hmm. That's, I want Ricky up now. I mean, they only <laughs> let him throw 70 innings this year, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I didn't think about that. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> they have this fucking pitching plan that they put these guys on. And then when they're tired as fuck at the end of the year. Jesus fucking Christ. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, Ricky's not going to be up for a while. <laughs> He's not. Yeah, he's not going to be up for a while. This is not great. This is the lowest I think I've ever felt as a Jays fan. Because, for example, like last year, you're like, all right, now like they're starting to feel like this team had last year had low expectations. Like this team's getting older, massive offseason. You get Chapman, you get Gossman, you get all these guys. Obviously, Barrios, you sign Kikuchi. And then this year, you just lay a fucking egg. Like this is the lowest of the lows. Like you kind of went for it this year, right? Like, in the offseason, you kind of went for it. You traded a lot of your farm guys for fucking Chapman. Rightfully so. He's unbelievable. You signed Gossman. Like, what else do you fucking do? 
yet. Like we're going to bankrupt Rogers trying to find people who can win a playoff game for us. I think they have a plan though. Cause like at the deadline, the, the plan shifted to this team isn't ready. Right. Like they got the whole acquisitions were guys who were going to be, were not rentals. So I think they, they have an eye on someone to sign. I don't even call that. And I'll, I'll tell you this. I don't even call that playoff experience what the Jays just experienced. No, this team has only ever lost playoff games together. Yeah, it's bad. I have, uh, did, yeah, they won. They lost all of them, right? The Rays, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how how do you call that playoff experience? <laughs> it, it, that's a tough. That's a tough game to rebound from. Those guys. Even a whole off season too. It's not like it was a game one mm-hmm. loss and then you. Like, if we reversed it, it's different. Mm-hmm. But the last game you play with that team, 2022 Toronto Blue Jays. That just needs a sour taste in them. I'd rather get blown, my fucking doors blown out than that shit, man. Like, what the Mariners did down 8-1, I can never see the Blue Jays doing that in a playoff game. Right? And JR said this uh, in our group chat. Like, there's just no dogs on this team. Like guys like JD and Bautista, where you're or an Edwin, where you're like, oh God, this is a guy you want up in a clutch situation. Mm-hmm. Edwin, Jose Bautista, J- Josh Donaldson, all these guys would clutch up and have that. I know it's like you, a clutch gene, you can't really measure that, but those are guys when pitcher op- opposing pitcher would see in a massive situation, you're like, oh fuck. Like it was just bad. Like the, the season came down to Tapia. Because you have no fucking guys off the it just yeah, we were talking about that too. There was just no bat off the bench. There was no big bat off the bench ever. There's just a lot of like funny business going on within the team, which we know. Like T Oscar is always never gonna be really a serious guy. And I think we we noticed that. Same as Vlad. Look, Vlad was Vlad was up. Runner on second, bottom of the eighth. Be a dog, right? Edwin did it. Bautista he was not a it. dog. And you can make you can make the argument those guys are way older than Vlad. I guess that's a good point to make, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know where you go from here. On a positive note, though, I do want to talk about the meet and greet we had mm-hmm. uh, before the game. Wild turnout. Like, uh, listen, I, I, I didn't expect there to be as many like that many people that would show up. But the gate 14 fucking the, the master gators run deep. Like we had every like there was all age ranges there. Um, it was crazy. A lot of pictures got taken. Um, it's crazy to see, to be honest. And one thing that really stood out to me, this is going to be me sucking our dicks on this fucking segment of it. But we got noticed almost every single time I tur- like we turned a corner. How crazy like Chris's JR's brother. Chris was like, wow, AJR. He's like, what the yeah. fuck? There was a couple, Johnny was like in the aisle seat and some guys would like kneel down to talk to Johnny. (laughs) Like one guy, one guy was trying to do it when the Jays were down. (laughs) Johnny was just just sitting there just like, fuck sakes, man. Like, and then people, oh my God, dude. The halls were crazy. The halls were crazy. The halls were crazy. Like every It was packed in the 500 level every time. Bang, bang, bang. Something, something, something. TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, it happened in the bathroom of our fucking regional final game at Windsor. Someone said that to me. Love the pod. (laughs) 
it is wild. Like the, the craziest thing for me was uh, when I was just sitting in my seat, like this was, I think before the meltdown or when I knew the meltdown was going to happen. Cause I think, yeah, cause I was seated. Some kid just r- bolts up the aisle and like takes a, a selfie with me. And I, I, I th- he obviously has on his phone and I'm just crying <laughs> in my milk in the selfie. You can see, I'm just like, I'm smiling, but it's like, you can see in my eyes, I'm hurt. Like, it's just like, I'm, this is, I'm dead inside. But, um, the, like it was, I want to give a shout out to the kid that came from, what was it? London JR or Ottawa to come to the pot, like the, he came to the game and then came to the meet and greet, but he was wearing a Mexico hat. Yeah. I don't remember his name, but, uh, signed by Roberto Osuna. Don't know how I feel about that. That's what he said. Signed by Osuna, but, uh, God damn it. that meet and greet was crazy. And, uh, <laughs> And going back into the dogs thing that we were talking about, as much as I hate to say, or I don't hate to say it, but as much as like he was a piece of shit, when Roberto Osuna would come in a baseball game, bye-bye, it was fucking over. He was fucking insane out of the bullpen, this guy. Jay's he reminded have, me of, he had that Edwin Diaz feel. And Jays don't even have a sniff, anything near fucking Roberto Osuna. And also Jason Grilly was fucking awesome for this team yeah, too out of the that. bullpen. Mm-hmm. Like Jays don't have that. Like Anthony Bass shit down his fucking leg. And that guy's supposed to be a vet you picked up at the, at the, the trade deadline. Like, I don't know, man, it was fucking embarrassing, but that game is, like I said, it's going to haunt me and we're going to have a ton of spin zones from Jays media, like great season, like all this shit. Look at the positive. Fuck the positives, bro. You fight 162 years, or sorry, 162 games. You battle till literally the last three games of the year to get home field advantage for this reason. You lose game one. Game two, the stadium was loud as fuck. I don't know mm-hmm. what more you could ask for from fans. It was loud as fuck. The Robbie Ray fuck. chance. Everyone was on Robbie Ray. It clearly got to him. He got dog walked. And you fucking, that's the performance you do, and you want to have the audacity to call it. You know what? It was a good year. Fuck the good year, bro. You had fucking home field and you didn't even win one on your home turf. Didn't even take it to game three, at least. You the lost in game mm-hmm. two, up 8-1 on your home field, won the stadium when it was 8-1. I looked at JR and Chris and I was like, this is the loudest I've ever heard this place in my life. When it was eight to fucking one, dude. Like the, after the Jano RBI and the pass ball and everything, it was mm-hmm. crazy. And it was clearly getting to the other pitchers. Paul Seawald shit down his leg too. Mm-hmm. And that's what you fucking do, man. Like uh, it just, it's, it's not going to sit right with me. It really isn't. And I, I have PTSD, like from even seeing the final score and like seeing TikToks of like the final out and shit, man. Like it, it just, it gives me PTSD. Like, I, it stings. It really stings, like, a lot, to be honest. It sucks. It's fucking embarrassing to be a fan. And I, I'm fine with catching the ricochet shots and the TikTok comments, stuff like that, because we got a ton of them. But listen, man, I mean, just embarrassing, honestly. Like, just a horrible, horrible fucking display of baseball. Horrible. Yeah, there's... There's nothing to, it just felt like we were missing something to do today, too. It's not, it's like it would have been awesome. Shen would have been there. I had a fucking day off today and I watched football. I didn't want to fucking watch football today. It's bad, man. We were thinking, like, oh man, T Oscar's home run in the second, dude. We don't, oh, even, we don't even remember yeah, seeing dude. it drop. Like the place just went fucking, you're well, just off like, the bat. Everyone's just throwing each other around in the stands. Like, we gotta it was give just our, fucked. we got to give our flowers to Teo, man. What a performance, dude. 
I mean, he could have said anything after. Like that guy deserves to say say fucking anything you want. I like, the guy fucking had two dingers. Well, not liking the tweets. Yeah, that was bad. That was a little controversial. That was a little controversial. Was a little. But, but the thing about Teo is, is like, man, if I'm Teo, I'm saying, what the fuck? Like, I'm walking into that dugout, and I'm going like, what the fuck is it? What are we doing here, pitchers? Like, what are we? It's nine and one, man. And if I'm fucking Kevin Gossman, I'm roasting John Schneider right on the rip. I'm not. He's gonna have to rip that fucking baseball out of my hand if I'm Kevin Gossman. Seriously, ninety pitches. I. I know we're going to keep talking about that, but 90 fucking pitches, man, 90. And you pull a guy like, fuck the only, it just, and, and you're pulling a guy for a bullpen that you clearly don't trust is the second worst bullpen in the playoffs. Or I think it was ranked second last or whatever. I don't know who was last, but um, yeah, it makes no sense. Every like, like maybe if you had a top three bullpen, you'd make that decision because you like trust the Padres did it tonight. Padres have a decent bullpen. If I, mm-hmm. if I know correctly, and they pulled Musgrove after seven when he had like a one, seven innings, one hit. You pull Musgrove, but you have a, a bullpen you're confident in when you're up six, nothing. The Jays don't have a bullpen you're confident in. Mm-hmm. The whole move or like, it's just, it was like, oh man, I, I, man, that actually would have been looking at it. Even at, like I would, I was genuinely fucking scared to see how John Snyder was going to deal with game three. Because I feel like he would have completely had no fucking clue what he was going to do with that. And he was going to pull Stripling way too early and put Barrios in. I feel like that's exactly what he would have done. You, I don't you, know if he's good at fucking... Maybe he's not good at game management. I mean, we talked about it. He managed that game like a regular season game. It's just not the same come playoffs. Like a bad regular season game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's he a- wouldn't even do... He wouldn't even put Mesa against a righty in the regular season. Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Did he think they were going to pinch hit? Maybe I don't. I don't Who, know. Who though? Taylor. Oh, they did. They did the next. The next at bat, they pinched hit a guy. The guy was hitting like one eighty on the year. For fuck's sake, that Mariners roster is not good. Their averages are like below two fifty. Half of their lineup. Yes, they have a good bullpen, but the fact that we lost because of their hitting is fucking. That's what's sickening. <laughs> I want a shortstop next year. And I want to move Bo to second. That's that's the only way I, I, I get over this, to be honest. If the Jays go, Espinal he, almost made a crucial error. That could that could have been we something have, we talk about right away. He did make an error, too, though. Yeah. Like, that could have been two runs easily in the first. I will say this, and this is me just going crazy about it. Like, uh, the, the I guess you could say like that. Uh, DeMar DeRozan stuff, you go out there, if you're Ross Atkins, you put your fucking balls on the table mm-hmm. and you offer Xander Bogarts whatever the fuck he wants. A veteran shortstop, World Series champion like Xander Bogarts at short, Chapman at third, um, Bo at second, and Vladdy at first. Are you kidding me with that roster? Dude, and then you would, yeah, you would sign him and then you would, you would fucking trade Bo for a fucking huge pitcher. But he's older though. I don't know about trading Bo. I'd keep Bo at second, to be honest. And you could trade Espinal for a decent guy. But then you're but then you're doing nothing. You you we're riding the same bullpen and starting rotation next year. Do you feel confident in that? And no, but, like, but you you add don't need, veteran. You add, I think we proved that we don't need the hitting is where the lineup is, it's fine. We put up a nine spot. 
I don't know what they have to do, but I, I, if I'm going to say this, if Jays don't make a major, major sign or move this offseason to fix pitching at least, I don't know how I'm going into next year being confident in this team. It's the same bullpen. I'm not confident. Ross Atkins, dude, like figure it the fuck out, bro. Fuck. Call like, oh, man. And good teams like the Braves will call guys up quick. I know Spencer Strider was a college guy. This guy spent less than a year in the mate in the minors and was out of the bullpen in the fucking postseason last year for the Braves. Spencer Strider. Jays don't do that shit. They make guys fucking, I mean, the Manoa technically kind of, I guess, but it was COVID type of stuff. So it was weird, like different stuff. But I don't know, man. I I don't know what you do this offseason, but getting a bat, I know it's sexy. And obviously I'll be fired up. Jays get like a Xander Bogarts or Correa or whatever the fuck it is. But fuck, man, like still, you're still, you could put up a nine spot in the playoffs and still lose. No matter yeah. what you get in the, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it was sad, can man. be constructed through analytics. Yeah, we we saw it with the Orioles before, but the Jays don't clearly don't have that, those uh, analytic computers. Yeah, like entering <laughs> like, the year, who the fuck was going to be our lefty out of the pen? Was there a guy that got hurt, or were we just going into the season knowing we we're fucked like that? Like, I don't who, know who the lefty like, who's constructing this shit. One, we have an all righty lineup, and then two, we have no lefty in the pen. So there's some sort of fucking whoever's up there isn't really thinking straight. And if you don't have a righty in the lineup, maybe get a big bat as a lefty to come in to fucking pinch hit the odd time. Like Cal Raleigh is awesome. Like I hate to say it. He, he is fucking awesome. Like he dragged his balls on the Jays. Cal Raleigh. It was incredible to watch. I, I'll say it. Uh, even though I'm a Jays guy, obviously, he was. Uh, that it, was it, such a clutch. That was a fucking clutch double. The home run Ryan. he hit, the double he hit, everything. Jay, Jay's, Jay's did it with the bats. I'm not blaming the bats at all. Game one, mm-hmm. threw a meat grinder. Game two, um, you do that. Like, I don't know, but obviously this this one's going to sting for our listeners for a while. That's I guess that's the way I could say it. We have the whole sting. fucking offseason think about how shitty that was again. Second year in a row. It sucks. But people, a lot of people are asking, like, what are we going to do with the pod and stuff like that now without the Jays? I still think we keep firing. Like, um, we keep, like, not obviously two a week. Like, fuck, no, I'm not doing two. No, I think we should do like off season targets type episodes and things like that. Like, yeah, or have a topic or something that we can go through and maybe not as long, talk some more life stuff, not like important life stuff yeah like... just like shoot the shit just like what i mean what spin chicklets do pretty much yeah like because obviously I'll, like i'll be able to get us a pretty decent amount of guests like it's easier to get in the off season like we'll we'll get nate on for sure obviously mm-hmm. Jana will come on and then I'll, I'll reach out to a few couple minor leaguers stuff like that just to kind of get them on but i think the off season goal for us is just to really kind of focus on guests for the pod getting guests on and just hammering content out like that. Like that's probably like the goal for us. Not we're not going fucking anywhere. And I know obviously like um uh the numbers will decrease obviously in the off season, but I'm going to keep doing stuff on TikTok. Like I'm thinking about doing on TikTok like uh a segment just like this guy played for the Jays and just talking about a random Toronto Blue Jay <laughs> and just like bringing like a blast from the past. 
like just a random guy like that played for the Toronto Blue Jays. That would be funny. I have, I have, a, I have a lot of stuff in mind. Obviously, and the Gate 14 Awards. That is going to happen, right? Yeah. That is, like, that is going to happen. I think that should be after the World Series. Yeah, that'll happen the playoff, after the World Series. We would have, we're going to have an award called the Playoff Difference Maker. <laughs> Anthony Bass. Uh, Chris Roach. Come on down. Yeah, Chris Roach. What was Bass. the? Did people know that was Chris there? There was a picture. One guy was like, Chris. He was like, Chris. <laughs> Wait, what did Johnny say, though, if someone got a picture with Chris at the game? Didn't he say he was going to give some shit away? No, but I said you have to, it has to, you have to notice him. Yeah, right you have now. to find him. Like in the wild. Mm-hmm. He got wow. a picture of Chris. One guy had a Gate 14 jersey. Did you see that, Abe? No. He, like, taped Gate 14 to it. <laughs> and, the, and Johnny did a jersey swap with him picture. Yeah, it was all time. It was all time. It was all yeah. time. So I'll good... go into I'll go into my weekend a little bit here. Just break it up. Um, also a devastating loss for the Laurier Golden Hawks this weekend. You go three and zero in the round robin. Waterloo's fucking a very good baseball team. We go beat Western game one. Shut out Julian Russell. Shout out to him game two. Fucking shoves against Waterloo. Shuts them down. No runs. Mm-hmm. Complete game. It, the first Tyler Kale call, Kale is the last name. He threw like 150 pitches, complete game against Western. Then Julian was like 130, game two against Waterloo, and then kind of play fucking Windsor and shitty game doesn't mean anything. And then we make six errors and we leave 15 runners on base in the finals and lose 10 7 to Waterloo. So Jesus Christ, man. Couldn't be a worse day of baseball within like four hours of just never wanting to be a baseball field again or watching that shit <laughs> you like, just hate to see it i mean and then yeah so you I went from even, i didn't even take my ass to the casino last night it was just like no that's like us man we had big plans there's big plans we had mimosas ready like we we're gonna go to mimosas today and it was gonna be awesome because we we're gonna be a four o'clock game today and i would have oh, been dude, been there dude. early we would have been so hyped. Like we were gonna go to the bar last night after the. Dog. It would have been awesome vibes, man. It's it. That's what makes me sick too. It's just like thinking game three. Like obviously you're gonna talk about it a little bit when you're up eight one. We're Chad. We're like, holy fuck, man! This game three is gonna be electric in here because we kept talking about the atmosphere. The fans did their job, man. The fans were fucking. That tail we angle were, of his wow. first home run, man. Oh, oh fuck, God, man. That angle was awesome. I don't, I just like any, there's a lot of teams out there who would pray for that atmosphere. Pray for it. Mm -hmm. Die for that atmosphere. The fact that that bullpen just didn't fucking man up. Sickening. Sickening sickening, shit. Sickening, sickening shit, to be honest. Stuff that honestly, like I said it, I'm not going to be able to get over this for a very long time. As much as I like, I really am not. It's it's gonna sting for a very very long time. Mm-hmm. It's just so the season is so long for a ten like that. It's just thinking about what we have to do to get back here. <sighs> so dude, more. it's fucking forever. It's like a it's such a long season, and it's like, oh man, I I, I feel sorry for those people that uh flew a shit ton or drove like a, a while to get there one of our listeners came from fucking manitoba just for a one-day flight to go to it um so you do hate to see that but um 
yeah i guess we can end we i we'll end all that talk obviously like i know people like hearing us fucking cry in our milk i know obviously they fucking they just get horny for it so you have it there folks you you fucking thank, got thank you to everyone who listened throughout the season yeah thank you and mm-hmm. we're like i said we're not done man we're gonna keep obviously pumping content out for the fucking people i'm not giving up on this fucking shit ever mm-hmm. this thing's going to the moon you could tell with the fucking charisma the people noticing us at the game and stuff like that we're gonna keep going but w- tough way to end the fucking season and um just tough way to go out on it man so let's give who so i know we're not a fucking mlb podcast but who do you got who do you guys have in advancing out of the al like the LDS. We'll go by we'll go by the bracket. Astros, Mariners, Yankees, Guardians. Guardians and Astros. Fuck the Yankees, dude. Mm-hmm. I got the Yankees and Astros. I got Guardians, Mariners. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, the Astros have seen the Mariners so much. Like those two those two teams, I wonder what the season is. They play each other so much. Yeah, they play right? each other so much. Like, I wonder if the Astros just body bag these boys and they're like, oh, fuck yeah, we get to play them again. Like, and the momentum, too. Like, the Astros were sitting on their couch watching and the Mariners just had a very emotional comeback win to win a series. It's going to be, dude. What, what? I'll ask this. What's the worst thing? What do you, what do you, what do you don't want to see here coming up in this series between the Astros and the Mariners? The Mariners fucking walk all over the Astros or the Astros just make the Mariners look like shit. That's I think it'll make me feel better if the Mariners get swept. Yeah. Then I'll be like, all right, the Jays would have got swept. Then it's like, all right, like, but I mean, if the Mariners cool. make it to the World Series, I'm going to <laughs> find the closest CN Tower and jump <laughs> off of it. I'm going to puke. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, it'll be interesting. The Astros are a really good team. Yeah, but so are the fucking, like, the Jays matched up pretty decent with the fucking out. Besides it would have been a pens. fucking talk about that would have been a hell of a series. Would have been a fucking hell of a series. But what did we know? It was the worst email to get when it said my tickets were canceled for <sighs> oh salt in the wound. You everyone's got to learn from this, including the fucking Jays organization. Ticket sales guys act like we've never been fucking playoffs. <laughs> I mean, if they didn't, <laughs> if they didn't fuck us on tickets, yeah, bad juju. Right? Terrible juju. There's a lot of bad juju during that game. We talked about it after. We literally overlooked everything that happened. One time, Mace fucking with us sat down in the wrong seat. They came back. Yeah. No, the, the biggest mush was these drunk fucks that yep. were listening to the pod. I hope you're listening to this, you fucking scumbags. We're walking up the stairs chanting, uh, heat the bus or start the bus to the Mariners. Then they scored eight fucking unanswered or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Outscored them eight to one. That's that's on you. And the wave motherfuckers too, there dude. There was a wave starting. There was a wave at one point starting. And we said, and one guy behind us was kind of like, oh, that's awesome. We're like, that's not awesome. That's not allowed. There's there's three people or four people to blame for the Jays not <laughs> advancing. Uh, John Schneider, mm-hmm. Tim Meza bullpen i guess you could kind of lump lump tim Mesa in there and the motherfuckers that started the wave mm-hmm. it it is up it is you four that did that it is you four that did that and jace fans were reaching for managers and shit like or not on managers umpire this umpire that shut the fuck up shut up i don't get the umpire the umpire didn't give up an 8-1 lead i'll i'll promise you that 
And what's the, the umpire deal? call? But... Dude, it was guy on third, two outs. Yeah, okay, he gets walked, but the next guy's got to get a hit. And going back into that as well, like, um, like is Springer going to be okay? Like, yeah, yeah, he, that's he, that's the one thing we don't know is because we they don't have to provide an update, but he's he going to need about he needs full body surgery. surgery. Yeah, yeah, he needs he needs is he one just of those. Have, yeah. Is he, just gonna have a hundred, is, he, yeah, is he just going to have a hundred surgeries? He definitely has Tommy John in his future, right? <laughs> he needs a bunch of shit. Fix up. I don't I even know like, what he, what the fuck did he even hurt? And he ran into Bo's head. Dude. Concussion, wrist, Tommy John, everything. <laughs> but um, anyways, yeah. So I, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say, I think obviously, the, I think the Guardians are going to go far, man. They're special. That's a special gritty team. I really do think the Yankees are getting Yankees fans, of course, obviously, and they're getting cocky, folks. Those motherfuckers mm-hmm. get. I want to see. I'm obviously probably cheering for the Guardians, like throughout this playoffs. Yeah, but uh, God, man, that's just the dogs in that series. Yeah, but anyways, though, uh, we'll end it here. Like, I don't know when the next episode is going to drop. Maybe sometime next week. Let this kind of. Maybe actually no. Maybe we will drop a short one just to kind of hear because obviously there's going to be like a, a post like after the season uh, conferences and stuff like that, like with the players stuff like that while they clear they clean out their lockers and stuff. So maybe like if we get some updates on Springer or stuff like that, we can just have like a quick episode on uh, uh, what's it called on Thursday or Friday. But um, other than that, though, I don't know when the next episode is going to drop. Uh, maybe when we get a guest on or something like that, but uh, I will I will continue to do the TikTok content and stuff like that. I'm not going to miss out on that. I'm going to keep pumping that out. But uh, as always, man, love you guys. Appreciate your support. Stay tuned for the Gate 14 Awards. Those are going to be uh, coming up after the postseason, so probably a month or so from now. But a lot of stuff to look forward to. We're not done yet. Next year, we're five months in, and we're already got a massive following. Like I, we're not done yet. We're going to keep going until we get to the fucking moon. So. Uh, I'll let these two guys finish off what they want to say to you guys. But like always, man, love you guys and uh, appreciate all the support you guys gave us this year. Yeah, no, support was awesome. Makes it worth doing. It's it's a fucking grind sometimes doing this. Like, I know it's obviously nothing crazy, but no, it's a lot of fun. Thanks to everyone who listened. Make it all worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, the listeners. We're going to grow like a pack. Next year's our year, baby. And uh, I'll, I'll hint at something also. So... <laughs> The fanatics thing, just they weren't fucking with us. Like, that's actually a thing that's <laughs> going to be happening in the future. Actually, we already did. Well, it would have been nice if we could fucking nice. get your Blue Jays playoff gear for the World Series run through fanatics. But but yeah, there will be a fanatics gate 14 collab coming up. So stay tuned for that. Pretty big news. I guess I just kind of casually dropped it. But uh, yeah, stay tuned for the gate 14 uh, fanatics coming up here soon. But uh, enjoy the rest of the MLB playoffs, man. Playoff baseball is fucking awesome. Enjoy the fall. Uh, and like always, man, love you guys. Keep running up the support. Keep telling your friends about us. And uh, maybe we'll do some merch in the offseason or figure something out like that. But uh, that's it for us right now. Hell of a fucking season. Not happy about the finish. But uh, what a fucking ride it's been, man. What a ride it's been. And we're not done yet. See you year two. See you fuckers year two. <laughs>